And I'm Kirby Carroll. And welcome to the Adulting Single Podcast. On today's episode, Talking Black, like every episode, we'll discuss life, career, and relationships, so stay tuned. And you know we're going to start with our By The Way segment. Um, I guess the only thing we could say today is rest in peace to take off from Migos. I still can't believe that was the first thing I saw this morning, and it's just so sad. He was 28 years old. That is like, what is wrong with people? Like, I just... I want us to do better as a human race in general. Cause like what is going on? I heard it was about a dice over a dice game. Like it's just never that serious. It just really, really isn't. And I honestly like for real, for real, I pray for his family, people who support him, his friends, that stuff like that is so pointless and sad. And you know, they're just, we, we all love Migos, you know, that was just really, really sad news to hear. So rest in peace to take off. Yes, rest in peace. I um heard it this morning um, when I was at work, and I was just like, wait, what are y'all talking about? What about a dice game? And Yeah. You know, and uh, we all know he was the Beyonce of the group, so. Okay, yeah, y'all know he was. Talented. Yes, he was. They would say he was the one who was, like, writing a lot of the stuff, you know, and it's just. Oh, it's just sad. So yeah, and yes, no, no parent should have to bury their child. Like that is, yeah. That's Goodness, that's just that's that's. I kept kind of hoping it just wasn't true. You know, like you know, sometimes people, you know, the fact yeah. something happened and people just jumped there, and I was really hoping that's what happened. I'm just like, wow, I can't believe this is real. So yeah, and yes. they were just here in New Orleans performing really? at Louisiana Fest. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, they were actually supposed to come to the Raiders and Saints game, but I think only Wayne ended up coming. Okay. Um, okay. And also for those people, they're probably not listening to this, but I did see a video that was very inappropriate of what happened. Y'all got to stop that. Okay, and that's another thing. I heard that it exists, and I have not seen it, but I really wish I would stop with that. Like, some stuff is not for the internet. That's why we're such... Okay, let me not. But that's why we're so weird as a culture, because you shouldn't just see that stuff, like, on your timeline. Like, I haven't seen it, but I have heard about it, and it's like, that... That's a problem. (laughs) Like, you know? That is the quickest way to be desensitized to death, is to just see it constantly, and so frivolously. So... Please respect not only him and his family, but like his fan base, his friends. Yeah. Um, death itself. Cause I also did see some rapper, I don't know who he is, but he like made a joke or something like that about um, Takeoff being an Aries or something. I don't, Fabio Foreign or something like that. I don't know. Fabio that. did that? Yeah, he tweeted something like that and people were making it a joke. And I was just like, uh, one of my coworkers actually showed me the thing and he was like, oh, it's so funny. I'm like, dude, someone's dead. There's nothing what funny about it. What is wrong with people? People are, people maybe are, maybe it was no. about Quavo. Quavo and Aries? I don't know, girl. I don't know okay, okay. About. I'm just like, what in the world? Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I don't see how people can make jokes, how things can become like so like quick stories. It's like, it may be something that we see on our timeline and it's gone tomorrow, but his family's going to feel that forever. Like, that's why it shouldn't just be, ever. yeah, like, it's just sad. So definitely rest in peace to take off. Yes. Um, so let's transition mm-hmm. to girl talk. Yes. Um, the name of this episode is called 
talking black. <laughs> and I was inspired. I guess, yeah, that's the right word. Um, mm-hmm. To talk about this for a few different reasons, because I mm-hmm. and it, it's part of my plug. I okay. love the show Atlanta. Um, Donald Glover is basically like he grew up in a situation where he was picked on for talking, quote unquote, white and, you know, being just the weird kid in class and things like that. And last week's episode of Atlanta is called The Goof Who Sat By The Door, which is. Um, a kind of a play on the spook who sat by the door and it was about the blackest movie ever made which was a goofy movie one of my favorite movies I listen to the soundtrack pretty often um shout out to Tevin Campbell (laughs) (laughs) yes the goofy movie (laughs) yes like that movie is so good so um even I think today I think it was I was listening to standout it's either yesterday or today I was listening to standout and um, eye to eye, just walking around the office, AirPods <laughs> in. <laughs> but um, so basically, a goofy movie like they were. It's kind of like a mockumentary. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. the way you say it. Um, okay. About the making of a goofy movie and how it is the blackest movie that ever been made. <laughs> and it's ties to black culture and how goofy, you know, was a. A nigga, basically. <laughs> okay. Um, and it, it, I literally, I don't want to give too much away because it it's a part of my plug. But I cried during the episode. And wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, okay. By the door. When I tell you, Kirby, it was so good. And it just, okay. Like so much of the show Atlanta has to do with what is black identity. And when I was younger, although I do love my cousins and my brothers and all that. I do. I did get picked on a lot because I quote unquote acted white. Mm -hmm. So I've also had conversations in my adulthood where code switching has come up. And I know you, you and I are very bubbly. You're far more bubbly than I am, but I have my moments where I'm bubbly. Right. (laughs) So bubbly. Yes. Yes. So I was thinking like, where is the thin line between genuinely just being yourself and code switching because if you're a bubbly person and we all know the angry black woman trope so because you're a bubbly person does that mean that your 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 um personality is code switching not even just the inflections in your voice but your personality is that code switching see that's crazy because okay so first of all let me tell you let me answer your question so i definitely code switch all the time and at the at this point sometimes I don't even like realize I'm code switching which is wild but I've had people call me out on it um my sister one time I was like taking a work call from home and she literally was just like you talk different (laughs) like that's not how you talk like and I was and I was just like what really she was like yeah she was like you it's not even like code switching like your whole tone and everything is just different and I was just kind of like Okay, because she wasn't even necessarily saying it was like professional. Because that's try when I'm on the phone for work, I always talk professional. But she was just like, it's just a different tone. Like everything was just different, and I was just kind of like, okay, um, I I don't know. It was weird because in that 
moment I don't think I was trying to do it I think I just naturally did it and as times um like a colleague told me recently it was funny she was like you literally jump from conversation to conversation and it's crazy like your tone changed in each one and again that's awkward because I don't mean to do yeah that sounds wild I realized that but it was like I'm talking with my friend well they were both my friends but talking with one group of friends then switch to turn it and it was like they're both were like we were both in a professional setting. It was like a networking event, put it that way. But they were like your tone and like just was different in both. And I was like, that's crazy. So the point that I asked like somebody I trusted, was it like weird or like bad? And she was like, no, it's not bad. I just know you and know that like, that's not how you were talking to me. Like, it was like you were respecting both of us. Not like you're going to like give more respect to like the white audience and the black audience. You respect both of us, but like your tone and just comfortability was different in the settings. And I was just like, that's wild because I, obviously I know so many black women, black men, people of color, honestly, always code switch, but I just didn't, it's crazy to me that I don't even notice it anymore. <laughs> like that may be a problem, you okay. know? So let me play something because also I was just scrolling through, mm -hmm. I think this was YouTube um, and there was a video and on it, it said, this is how stupid y'all look when you code switch and mm -hmm. just... Just, just listen. I'm coach. How you feeling today? No, straight up. I was asked how you feel. I was not talking like that just two minutes ago. <laughs> Can you do the interview? Can you come in like you normally sound? I just want to be clear and concise and professional. Yes, sir. So being you is not professional. Well, I mean, I can't say it was a co. I can't do that. I ain't actually do that. I just want you to be you. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Let me start over. Right. All right. Join me is Jackson State coach, Coach Prime. Is that the, is that the same? Dog, it's the same. Like, <laughs> just be you. Just try your best to be you. Prime coach, how you feeling today? So that was Deion Sanders um, and, oh and a journalist. Oh, my, <laughs> I okay. I don't know what he sounds like outside of that. Yeah. I think, I mean, one is black people, obviously. I think we're more likely to code switch because yes. we have to be in, we have to be many different people at many different times. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So you know, you know, it's funny. You know, I'm a fan of the Breakfast Club, and I remember hearing Charlemagne talk about kind of like code switching, and he was like, "No, nah, I show up as myself. They're gonna get me black me the same way I'm with everybody." And I was, he was like, "Cause, cause why, why am I switching for? Be who you are authentically." And I was like, "It's so real." And also, one of my friends, shout out to Amanda, we had this talk too, and she said something similar. She was like, "No, nah, like." They, I'm, I'm professional like Amanda and anyone who knows her works with her knows she is professional but she's talked to me about that too like I it was like I feel like it was before we actually work together now I feel like it was before that but um she was just talking to me about like no I don't code switch like you you're gonna get me like you know what I mean I'm gonna be professional but you're gonna get me and it made me realize like wow like okay here's a celebrity that I look up to here's a friend who she's my friend but I also look up to her in some ways and I'm like these are two people telling me like just be yourself which that's the thing, though. I think I've just had to code switch for so long that it's just like I would literally have to like not saying I'm not being me because I never am like pretending to be someone else. You're always going to get me at the mm -hmm. core. But I think sometimes obviously like, you know, you just talk differently with when you're comfortable when you're like, OK, this is this is my people. This is this is me, like you know, yeah. versus like that little wall you put up. But I am trying to get more comfortable and just like. I can be professional and be myself. Like I don't, and I'm naturally bubbly anyway. That's how I am with everybody. So it's like that part is not a front, but I do think sometimes it's just a little bit of, 
I don't know. It's not like my personality is code switching necessarily, but I guess just maybe my tone and you know what I mean? Different words. I don't know. I'm still trying I mean, to figure it out. So, <laughs> so hear me out because, you okay. know, we, I think we've all studied double consciousness by WBD Du Bois. Du- yes. I got my retainer in y'all. I know his name. I just be tripping over my retainer. <laughs> so, why? Uh, we going to let her have it. <laughs> yes. My, my retainer. <laughs> yes. I'm yes. Fighting, fighting to pronounce these words right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. like, when I talk to a baby, now I yeah. personally hate when people be like, oh, goon, goon, gang. Like, I, I just be like, yo, just talk to the be baby. Be quiet. Normal. Right. So yes. Because if you do, if you talk to the baby Google Gaga too much, then the baby's gonna Google Gaga. You know what I'm saying? And the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do that. I'd be like, hi. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I wouldn't go to a baby like, and hey, yo, what's up, baby? You know, I would be a little okay. careful because it's a baby, uh, and they can read energy and stuff like that. Okay, and that's a real thing too. Like. I've seen okay so first of all now the people who be like there is no code switching that's not true but I have seen the argument that's like I'm not code switching I'm literally being professional like I'm not about to be at work like yo what up because like it's work now and I do think that's different like some people be like just be yourself I'm like I mean I am but I'm not about to start talking to them about like you know why I got a crush on Unique from Raising Canaan? That ain't my manager's business. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that ain't that's not his business or, or her business. Like, it's just it's just one of those things. But you know, if we're saying, what are you watching? You know, what? Uh, how are your kids? That's just I would ask that, like, because that's comfortable without it being too much. You know, yes. so yes, there's a fine line. And even like I grew up saying, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. And there mm-hmm. have been plenty of times, like my boss's boss. He tells me every time I call him sir, you need to put a quarter in a jar mm. because he doesn't like to be called sir. So okay. me me being forced to not be myself, to me, that's code switching. Yeah, that's a real thing too. Like, okay, okay, we're, pu- <laughs> we're, we're digging deeper because that's a real thing too. To be honest, Ashley knows this. Like I... If you know, which probably wouldn't know from the podcast because we'd be telling all our business, but in, in regular life, I can be somewhat like guarded with a lot of people outside of like my close circle. So that's not weird to me to be at work or, or a professional setting and not telling them everything or keeping certain things to myself because I would do that normally. Like I, if I don't know you or if I don't know you in a professional setting, like why would I be like, oh my gosh, so let me tell you what bothers me. Like, I, I why would I tell you that? Yes. <laughs> that has nothing to do with our work. Like, you yes. know? And so I, there's a fine line. Yes. I feel like, and maybe it's because I have, I think I've code switched more in the past than mm-hmm. I do now, just because now I don't, I don't think I care so much. Like, right. If I talk to the owner of the saints and the Pelicans, I'm not going to talk to her. Like I'm speaking to Kirby. I'm not doing yes. that. Yes. My I'm, voice will I'm go just not, higher. Mrs. Vincent, you're a billionaire, honey. I Like, wh- what can I do for you? You know what I'm saying? Voice goes, <laughs> billionaire, like, voice goes high. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> you literally could tell somebody to fire me and I'm fired. So yeah. the, the girls are, are doing extra. And I, I don't think it has anything to do with her color. She's, she is a white woman. But I, I was planning to, well, I am emailing, um, an assistant GM of another football team. And I was asking one of my friends who's a a player, you know, how do I talk to this 
assistant GM. And he was like, is he white or black? I said, he's black. He said, talk to him like a nigga. And I'm like, regardless <laughs> of the fact that he's black, he's an assistant GM. It's his okay. title. Okay, now I will say I don't like that. <laughs> because I don't like like a professional nigga is what he said exactly. Oh, okay, that makes it a little better. Okay, because I I still don't like the nigga aspect of it just because if it's like put it this way, if I have a white boss and a black boss, they're on the same level, and I come to a white boss, hi, how are you doing today? I just want to review everything, and that goes to my black boss and say, hey, I just sent you my stuff. Where's the what, respect? Exactly. It, well, so the black person gets less respect. I don't like that. Now exactly. I will say I probably code switch. Now maybe it's a now maybe it's an opportunity that I might knock on my black boss's door and say. Hi, how are you doing? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I like your hair. By the way, I sent you everything you needed. There's a chance. You see, that's a different thing than the very, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying I may not be more relaxed, but I'm not going to give you less respect because that's a whole other. Now, that's an issue. I can't now, not to, but I can't stand when it's like we see black people that give so much respect to people that don't look like them, but then you, you're not working for your own people. Like that yeah. actually grinds my gears. Like, give, <laughs> okay. And I've seen that. Hey, how you doing? You okay? And they're black. A, a co-worker or whatever it's just like oh what's up yeah <laughs> what just happened <laughs> like you know literally there's a guy that i work with i will i'm gonna try to be very not descriptive undescriptive <laughs> of this man he mm -hmm. is he's black and mm -hmm. at the time it was two there was a white girl that sat next to me and there's a black guy I'm sorry a white guy who still sits next to me the black guy would come over only talk to the white people and he's very Carlton Banks in the way that he speaks. And we all oh, see the episode of Carlton Banks is I know Coon, so let's not come for him. And that's what not <laughs> what I'm trying to do. We all saw the episode when they was trying to get to that frat. <laughs> yes. But it was the fact that he only made an effort to talk to the white people. He always disregarded me. And I think yeah. only now he speaks to me because I don't know. I couldn't tell you why. But I, not probably because he sees you. He's probably because he sees you making move, and now he's like, "Let me run it back." But nah, bro, keep that same energy. <laughs> I mean, I did do a favor for him before. I didn't. I did a favor for him that he technically didn't ask me. He kind of told me to do it, and I was just like, yeah. "Well, I guess I have to do it." So since then, he's you know said hi. Yeah. But prior to me doing a favor for him, he completely ignored my existence. Now he he's one thousand percent a cold switcher. I, like okay. I know, it. I know it. And see, that's the thing. I honestly, want to get out of code switching because while I still have a ways to go, and I know we're, you know, we're both still, we both have dreams and stuff we want to accomplish. We both have made strides, like in the things that we're doing, and it's like I'm comfortable enough. It, I'm at. I feel like just to be honest we're both in a space where it's like, obviously I've gotten to here. So I know what I'm talking about a little bit. So let me be myself. Yeah. But that's a process uh, for me, at least like I, what I just said, I believe, but it's a different thing of like putting it into action. But I do feel that way. Like, it's also like, no, I could be myself. Cause like you, you hired me or you asked me to do this role. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, like whether that's work or like, you know, projects with AKC or whatever, it's like, I shouldn't have to like, you know, like tiptoe around certain things so like because it's like you, there's we're here for a reason so we could be ourselves you know because yeah. professionalism and code switching i feel like are not one in the same yes. people try to act like they are i agree <laughs> i agree so much like another example about work uh because i feel like it to me it only really happens at work um yeah well for me it only happens at work but when i first started where i am now i toned down the way that I dress, the way that I look yeah. like, 
the only thing that was done on my face was my eyebrows because the girls is not going outside with the eyebrows bushy, honey. We're not. Never. Um, <laughs> like, I was very, like, I'll stay in the background. And I think part of that is because when I came from the college team that I work for, it's you're necessary, you're not important. So I wanted to take okay. that over to a professional side, right? Yeah, And yeah. then I realized, girl, I can be myself and do whatever it is I want to do. Because these people are so consumed with so many other things that it doesn't matter. And you know what? I feel like so many times it comes down to how did you do your job? Exactly. <laughs> like, how did you do your job? And, you know, I've gotten into conversations. Like, I wouldn't, that's why I changed it from arguments to conversations, but definitely had conversations with people about that topic of like, I'm not gonna lie. Now, this may or may not be problematic, but this is my truth. I have definitely got like a sew-in or straightened my hair for an interview, mm. killed them two or three interviews, got the job, and then showed up at the job with my braids. <laughs> but yeah. I just don't know if y'all would hire me that way. Or, you know, and, and maybe that's wrong. Like, I've had people straight up tell me, like, stop doing that. And I'm like, maybe I've just been conditioned into a certain way I need to get out of that thinking. And, I, you know, and I'm okay working on that. But there has definitely been times where I'm like, you just, you know what I'm saying? You, you, oh, oh my goodness, my LinkedIn, everything, Instagram, don't add them. Make sure they blocked. Then I get the job, or then they become a client. Okay, this now I can add you. Yep, yep, that was that was Stacey Abrams on my story. Yep, that's how I'm voting. But it's too late because you're already working with me. But I do sometimes hide different like political beliefs or clothing looks or whatever styles just you know what I mean until it's locked in and then it's like okay now that I'll show you who I am but some people say that's problematic too like just show up as you are like you know but I don't know sometimes I'm like y'all know some of these corporate companies don't be liking that just to be real so it's hard it's hard to find that blend of staying true to like it's like we got to get in the room to change the room so (laughs) that's literally it that's literally it like I was telling one of my line sisters, I'm cool with all the all all 15 of the black people in the building. Yeah. Yes. I'm yes. cool with all of them. And yeah. part of it has to do with the fact that they look like me and I I'm comfortable and yeah. I I've been able to see from a distance, okay, therefore not yeah. to play on words, the advancement of colored people. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke <laughs> but you know, they, they, you know they, they down for the people you know what I'm saying yeah it's down you know, for the cause because like like I said all skin folk not kin folk um, and, and not yeah so you know I just want to make, make sure that if I feel comfortable going to somebody about something that they're not going to spill my business out you know yeah. and I'm thinking they, they, they're with me and they're the enemy you know what I'm saying yeah yeah. Um, but like I said, anytime I see Mrs. Benson, honey, the code is the switch. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. Okay. Like we shouldn't have to code switch, but the reality is a lot of us be code switching. Okay. It's just yeah. the truth. I would, I would love, I would love y'all's feedback. And we always say like, you know, let us know, but that's something I would love to hear. Like feedback on like, send us a DM or like messages individually or whatever. But like, is that wrong? Because some people do get really passionate about that. Like, you should not be code switching. Like, you should show up as you are. And I have other people that be like, girl, code switch and then <laughs> do what you got to do. Like, you know, so I think people get very passionate about the argument. So I would love to hear different perspectives because I do think there's truths in a lot of them. But we just speak in ours. Okay? Yeah. And, you know, I'm pretty sure your parents have it, too. Like, you know, the 
the white woman, white man voice on the phone with. They definitely. I mean, she don't do that much anymore, but she used to have it bad. (laughs) Girl, I'm going to say they definitely don't now, but when I was younger, for sure. Like, I would be like, who is. (laughs) (laughs) What just happened? My mom felt yeah. like a different person. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what just happened? Okay, I'd be so confused. And yeah. But I mean, I will say one thing, like you said about us, is that I think we both do have a somewhat bubbly personality. So that's not fake. Like, that really is just how we act. But I guess it's just the, I don't know, maybe it's like words or like, I don't know. I really would like to break this down. because. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, when I was younger, so for Christmas one year, my mom got me a karaoke machine. And when <gasps> I tell you, my brothers and my cousins called me a white girl. And I'm just like, it's karaoke. Like, it's singing. <laughs> it's not white. <laughs> oh, goodness. But it's just... also, I think because my voice, to me, my voice is high pitch. So I don't yeah. know if, if I'm not, quote unquote, talking black. And when I was um, younger, my my grandma used to, when I said ain't it's like ain't ain't a word. <laughs> no, really, I heard that a lot too. Ain't ain't a word. I'd be like, but you just, you just said, said it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but but. Girl, no, I definitely heard that a lot growing up too, which is crazy because all my friends was black. I was definitely bumping. What was it? What's I, what we talk about? High school, middle middle school, Ja Rule and Ashanti and all the all the black tunes. Okay, yeah. I was definitely so I loving One Hundred Six in Park, thinking I was gonna marry B Two K. Like I don't get why everybody was like you're a white girl when all my content was black. But, but honey, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I loved In Sync and still do to this day. Okay, now that's different. In Sync, they are amazing. Okay. That is different. We are in sync over gang over here, not Backstreet Boys. I get so mad when people be like, they no. were the same. No, they were not. The- Who said that? So, well, you know, people get passionate. They'd be like, I prefer Backstreet Boys. They were the same thing. I'd be like, they literally were not the they same said, thing. Like, they had decent songs. Instinct had amazing songs. So, there it is. Okay, there, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, but I don't, I feel like that was pretty much it. Like, I really, I did. I definitely was on Britney Spears' uh, phase, but that was like young. But I did love. Who did it? She had she had the game on in a chokehold. Okay, <laughs> she she was the it girl. Okay, side by my first concert was Spice Girls. <laughs> I was very little. <laughs> I was so very cute. little, but I was so excited. I you couldn't tell me I was not scary Spice. My mom Why, took me to the. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, Gertie. Yeah, she was scary. Yes, exactly. I was like, I can only be one, and I guess that's where I fall. So scary, posh, and sporty. Baby kind of got on my nerves a little bit, but yeah, a little yeah. Sporty, honestly, I think sporty was my favorite spice because she was just she was cool. I think posh was my second favorite because she was just so cool. I was like, wow. I think scary and posh were a tie for me. Yeah, they were they were cool. Um, but yeah, I definitely they came like to a concert uh to to Virginia and it was like in this like garden area. But my mom would definitely brought me a little Wait, blanket. We had in a oh oh okay. How they have in um downtown Atlanta? Yeah, like okay, one music fest. Okay, okay. Yes, girl, we definitely had a blanket and just snacks. And I was like, thanks, mommy. Little me thinking <laughs> I was scary spice. So okay, so some of the stuff I understand when it comes to certain things. But I mean, who didn't like Spice Girls and Britney Spears and like you know? Didn't you were odd? Like (laughs) you were listening to "I Wanna Die," y'all. Like that's what you were listening to. (laughs) Yeah. Remember Remember Green Day? 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Uh, they had some bangers though. They did. They did. But they had a lot going on. So I like, this is kind of sad. But but I did like Green Day. I did. I liked Avril Lavigne. <laughs> I I didn't dislike her, but I think I liked the, Complicated. Okay, no, that was just a good song. <laughs> that was a bop, and I was if, like, "This girl's if Rihanna got it." Rihanna wouldn't sung it; it would have still been a good song because it was just oh, a good song. Rihanna would have killed. Complicated, okay? You okay? I don't know if you yeah. remember them. Mm-hmm. S Club Seven. I don't think I remember oh them. S Club Seven, Apple Music. And Joe was my absolute favorite. She was the white girl with the bleached blonde hair, and she was the leader of the group. Yes. And they had a TV show. They had albums. Oh, they were. S Club 7. Let me look. Oh, it popped right up. Because I put an S. We all have our... um, our um Caucasian tunes. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I hate with guilty pleasures. Now, if you like Miley Cyrus, honey, or who else is Ooh, another? I used I still like Miley Cyrus. Guilty pleasure. Miley Cyrus has to be a guilty pleasure. She is. I'm. So, I remember that song. I was so embarrassed. I liked it. Yes. I knew you. Know. How did I know? I feel like I probably used to tell you about address. it. Yes, girl. Yes. What uh, how did it go? If Mike will made it, yes. Uh, with my Jay's song, that was my song. You probably remember because I probably wanted to stand on couches and sing about my Jay's. Juicy J, huh? Juicy J was on that song. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, Bob, Miley snapped. Okay, shout out to my. We have to stop giving hood passes, or else we get stuff. <laughs> Like, in my days, by Miley Cyrus, we have to uh, stop. Uh, 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 uh. With my Jake song. That was the song. Okay, I'm going to play that one time for the one time when we get off. But <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Uh, Miley be bringing the bops, okay? She just got some stuff she need to figure out, but she going to give me the tune. <laughs> but also, I feel like... um being black has so many different levels. Like if if you're yeah. black and from Ladera Heights, your experience is different. If you're black and from Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. two black yeah. people look different. So I think code switching. Not that saying that it it doesn't exist, but I yeah. feel like there is a thin line between code switching and your actual experience. No, that's so true. Like sometimes people think you're code switching, or oh she acts white. She's no, she's acting like how she grew up and her friends and yeah. like her neighborhood or maybe her family. Like I think most people think they're like code switch. Like no, it's th- that people have different interests. Like okay. that's okay, you know. So yeah, because yeah. when I was younger and everybody else was playing with Barbie dolls, I was reading books. Yes, like so. literally reading books, <laughs> writing book reports on Black History people, and I had people <laughs> saying, that, saying that I'm a white girl. Make that make I sense? Know. I know Ashbagash Ash was killing the AR game. <laughs> the AR? Did y'all have AR accelerated readers? Oh no, oh. my grandma used to make me read. Like, oh okay, I used okay. Have to write book reports in the summertime for my grandma. Oh my goodness! Wait, that's so good though. Girl, See, that's why you're a little smarty. <laughs> I can give you. My grandma used to make us read Black History books all summer <laughs> long, and I'm just like I liked reading, so it was fine. But yeah. How? Why was people calling me white? I was hella black. You know, I see. That's a problem because uh, that's an issue because I feel like they were associating reading 
with not be, with not being black. That's a problem. Like, why we read we karaoke? <laughs> right? Like, what? No, girl, I got a karaoke for Christmas one year too, and I loved it. It's just so you know, I thought I was a singer. <laughs> and do matter of fact, yeah. my my um for work next week we're doing a karaoke trip. Oh, really? I, I That's like, fun. I said we need to do something together. Let's do karaoke. So we're doing it. That is fun. I'm oh my gosh. Yes, love a karaoke. Yes. But yeah. But yeah, you let us know some of your favorite. Tell us what you know what you think about um code switching. Is it good or is it bad? Or how should you feel about it? And also <laughs> let us know your favorite Caucasian tune. <laughs> That's what you were gonna say. I feel like that sounds so problematic. Caucasian but, every, but everybody has their favorite. Hold on, Alexa, play a Caucasian tune. <laughs> Alexa, play my favorite Caucasian tune. I want it that For way. someone who said you ain't like Backstreet Boys, you just sung a Backstreet Boys. I know. Song. I'm sorry. I <laughs> sorry. It just was the moment. <laughs> It's actually not my favorite. I don't know. It just fit. Um, I think my favorite is Gone by NSYNC. That song got soul, okay? I don't know what my favorite one is, honestly. I actually really was into Katy Perry for a while. Probably be a Katy Perry song. Okay, Katy Perry. Okay. Katy Perry before Swish Swish Valley. Yeah. After that. Remember Friday night? Friday night. Last Friday night. Oh, yes. really? <laughs> that, was, that was the song. Yeah, bangers for sure. She really did. The one with Kanye. And we can't talk about them too much right now. But the one with Kanye, wow. E.T. Oh. You're so hypnotizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Katy Perry was an era. But yes, they're probably one of them. <laughs> yeah. A different dimension. Oh, she had bangers. <laughs> she did. Ain't she fell off hard. <laughs> she did because I was like, "Wait, you're right." It's Swish Swish. I was like, "Man, yeah, I Swish like was, and love Onika, but that that wasn't it." She had one with Onika too, wasn't it? Swish Swish. She had. Oh, the- she also had a song with Migos that I. Oh yeah, I didn't hate it, but it was. Like she was just trying little, to be too down. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was. Yeah, she was too much. It was too much. Um, but throwback Katie was a vibe though. Okay, I don't know if you remember this or if our listeners remember this, but what? My favorite episode of Making the Band when <laughs> they were making Day Twenty Six mm. is when they had brought the uh, the new guys into the house to take the spots and stand up behind your platoon, stand up behind your platoon. <laughs> and the dude Ace, he was singing "Gone by Instinct." There's a thousand words that I could say. <laughs> Make you come home, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He literally <laughs> like that. And Brian from Day Twenty Six was like, and I'm staring at him, like, dang, this dude can sing. And I just remember thinking, he literally cannot sing. <laughs> I gotta run that back. I could say, to make you come home, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so bad. Oh my gosh! Shout I gotta to run 26. that one back. Shout out to Day Twenty Six. Oh, okay, I will send you the link for the video. I watch it. Repeatedly, uh, yes, please, and that's and shout out to Danny Kane too. Yeah, that to was Kane. they were vibe. Oh my gosh, they were, they were. But yes, girl. Oh my gosh, but yes, we, we went, we kind of went off topic. But <laughs> we started talking about day twenty six and Danny Kane. <laughs> per usual, if you're if you if you've been hanging with us this long, you should be used to it. <laughs> just, just, just just play a song for the one time, but. 
<laughs> but I know you have places to go. Ash for Gash. So yeah. what's on your to-do list this week? Um, I have a very busy week with work and some personal okay. stuff. As you heard before we got on this uh, <laughs> podcast, I'm trying to buy a car. Yes. Um, so every day is manageable chaos at this point. Um, <laughs> I'm off work tomorrow, so I'm, I'm, I was going to oh, go good. look at the car today, but... I also forgot that it gets really dark outside, and I'm not trying to test drive a car at night. Yes, so, girl, no. I, yeah, so I'm not going to go tonight, but I am going to go get me something to drink because I'm thirsty. But what about girl, you? Girl, yes. What's on your um, Not too much, honestly. I mean, a lot of, like, work stuff coming up next week. Um, but other than that, I just day-to-day stuff, day-to-day work stuff. I might, we talked about Greenlit ATL last week. I might go again this week. I am, I do want to share with y'all I'm doing, I'm doing a no junk November. So today's November 1st. Y'all are here. This is the first week of November. So just trying to watch what I eat and, you know, just also like when I say no junk, it's primarily around food, but also just things that do not serve me. I just need a month of like, I wouldn't call it necessarily like, um, a fast because I don't think that's what it is but I just want to make November a good start you know it's almost holiday season and all that kind of stuff so just watching what I eat what I like um consume as far as like content like if it's a whole bunch of like negative stuff I just want to take a little break for a month but yeah that's all so no junk November that's my little thing I love that yeah girl please that's um, it keep us posted on how that's going for you like no junk as in like added sugars yeah <laughs> like today literally like we had i went I actually went in the office today and they brought food and stuff and i was like oh they were like we got sweets and i was like i'll get fruit so it's not like it's not like super strict like i had the sugar in the fruit and stuff and i mean i'm not even saying i can't have like a snack here and there but just like not day to day you know what i mean just being more aware of that kind of thing I so yeah it. yeah girl okay so what are you plugging miss kirby carol this week I am plugging Minty Oral Care. So they are a sustainable oral care line, oral health line. So toothpaste, all that kind of stuff. And it's all sustainable. So um the a publicist reached out to me about interviewing the doctor who created it. She's a dent a dentist, black dentist, by the way. And um I wanted to do it because I love the story, but I was like, this is like perfect for the brand I work with. So I actually connected with them and they connected her with them and they had a really good interview today, but she also told me she was going to send me the product. So I'm super excited to try it out and I will definitely let you guys know. But if you're looking for updated, like, you know, oral health, we got to care our teeth, you know, like toothpaste, floss, all that kind of stuff, but hers is all sustainable. And I'm trying to get better with my green living, as you know, we just, I just had, I forgot to mention, but yeah, I just did a climate change conference where I was on the panel. So all that kind of stuff, I'm trying to just get better myself. But it's a process because, like, we use so much plastic, like, (laughs) all the time. I have a question. Yeah. So does your uncle talk about recycling? Yeah, so he talks about, honestly, so many different things, but just, like, the climate crisis. So as far as, like, global warming, um, like, uh, sea level, like, how sea level is rising, all the extreme, like, weather events, like, all those different things are kind of around climate change. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's concerning. Like, in the, like they're saying in some years, like, we may really have problems all the way from, like, food production to, like, mm-hmm. you know, the animals in the ocean. It's, like, that's why it's, like, very little day-to-day things that you could do to like fix but I really am trying to get better with that even if it's just like something little y'all like literally like 
we you know we all try to drink our water like buy a water bottle and don't buy plastic water bottles from the store like you know there's so like little things we can do yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. support the farmer's market because then people out here actually still growing food and we clearly need it like just there's like day-to-day like hacks that i think could just really make a difference because i think that's the thing when people hear like climate crisis they think like that what do we do like it's the globe like how can we help but day-to-day if people just made small tweaks like it would make a difference you know so i won't go on and on but that is something i'm like starting to become more passionate about so yeah i on on that same topic i am trying like not that i'm trying but well i've always been into it but i'm working on being more uh conscious mm-hmm. about it you know yeah. how it's like the um reuse re- well recycle reuse yeah. or whatever yeah instead of recycling i'm trying to focus on not purchasing thing where i would have to recycle mm, you know, okay not, not okay using the plastic bottles yeah reusable bottles instead yeah so every, I yeah like everyone should look into that because recycling it it doesn't do much to help. It's kind of living that minimalistic lifestyle is what helps the most. In general, yeah. And you already, I mean, let me say this. I'm learning so much more about it and like uh, now and I'm trying, but yes, let me make that clear. Like this is not new to you. Like I feel like actually you've been on that wave of like, I feel like you were talking about like we shouldn't be using plastic and stuff and like don't litter when we were like 20. Ooh, like girl, this- I, ooh, I can't stand a litter bug. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I can re- I can re- I can literally remember her saying to somebody one day like ew you litter it's like it's like wait what just happened because you just turned her off because you littered like you don't even know but she was literally like ew you litter and I was like I can clearly see I forgot who the guy was clearly he make it but I can remember I can remember that moment like it's a so yes I'm learning more about it and I've been sharing more about it like on <laughs> social media and different platform and stuff but but actually been on this wave I, and even like you know that gets i know people got their own preference but even the fact that you have been like really big on like trying to decrease how much meat you eat like all of that goes into all of that so that's like girl i've learned some of that from you but obviously stuff i had to work on but also like my uncle so many different things but yeah y'all save the planet because it's yes. crazy out here <laughs> we literally only get one and like we only get one it's all good in lollipops until a meteor falls out of the sky <laughs> it hits us and, and we're just screwed yes and we <laughs> don't know how to you know they have like the the things that can kill the le- the electric things so like where your cell yes. phone won't work i can't remember the oh yes yes, yes uh yeah I'm sure. I, I know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. and it's like so we don't some people don't even know how to garden yes you know what i'm saying like my great grandfather used to take us fishing. Some people have never been fishing before. I love fishing. I mean, it's also super peaceful. Sidebar. Yeah, that's a good da- sidebar, y'all. That's like a good little date night. Get pack a snack. Go fishing with your man yeah. or woman. Like it's fun. Like you yeah. know what I mean. So you have to be more self sufficient. Yeah, we're killing the earth. Okay, <laughs> we're I'm killing. On my horse. <laughs> no, we really did just have to go on a whole little rant. But that's but that's y'all's fault because people don't be taking it serious. So they were, so then when there's a moment, it's like, tell him as much as we can, okay? It's crazy out here. It is. But um, it we really is. our mother for a reason, honey. Okay, literally. But yes. But anyway, but what you plugging, Ash? Um, I've plugged it before. I am a yes. huge fan. And we're down to the final episodes forever. Oh, my gosh. Um, a cult classic. 
I'm plugging it again because it's on this last season. I think the the final two episodes. Oh my gosh, the second to last episode <laughs> airs Thursday when this drops. So when y'all hear it to that night, it'll be um the second to last episode, and then next week it'll be the last episode. Um, and plus, last week, as I mentioned earlier, had an amazing episode that had me crying. Atlanta is what I'm plugging. So if you have not seen it, you are truly missing out. Um, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, is the creator. Him and his brother um, are the writers and creators of it. Um, Brian Tyree Henry, amazing actor. Mm-hmm. Um, Lakeith Stanfield, oh, my gosh. Oh, that my man, gosh. A beautiful man. <laughs> and talented. <laughs> yes. Um, and mm-hmm. Zazie Beats. Um, I started out. I like Zazie. Yeah, she's beautiful, great actress. Gorgeous. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Just, yeah. Uh, I was going to get her for Halloween, but then my mom was like, actually, oh, you don't dress you up for Halloween. Oh, you should have. So no. I was, was going to be, there was a character she played last <laughs> last season of Atlanta where she was a French girl with a, uh-huh. with a baguette. And I was going to okay. be her for Halloween, but then my mom was like, you don't celebrate Halloween. Why are you dressing up? And I was like, you're right. I'm not dressing up. Oh, dang. Yeah. I mean, your mom is right, but yeah. you that would have been cute. You yeah. you could have slayed Zazie for sure. She spoke in this um, French acid accent literally the entire episode. It was hilarious. And then she beat someone <laughs> one up with the baguette. <laughs> okay. So I am going to, because of Ashley and my dad, by the way, because he's been telling me to watch Atlanta forever. Because I need to dad, catch up. <laughs> your dad be knowing. Kirby's dad be knowing all the good shows and movies. It's the fact that Ashley and my dad be telling me about shows at the same time. I'll be like, yeah, my dad told me to watch that. Ashley be like, okay, well, I'm going to watch it because me and your dad be in sync. Yes. I, and the same thing. I said something to my dad once. And he was like, oh, I trust Ashley's TV shows. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> but So I clearly need to catch up. But I will I will watch this week because I've been saying I want to watch. So, so Atlanta. Yes, it comes on Thursdays at 10, 9 Central. You can also catch up on the first three episodes i think they have it for sure on youtube tv because that's what i have it on hulu and whatever other streaming platforms there's a thousand billion of them out there um so yes it is part of the reason why i chose the code switching episode or yeah this to be the code switching episode because of atlanta and childish gambino and the show basically just be an extension of his music which is his life really so yeah yeah Y'all definitely gonna check it out. Love Childish Gambit now. Super, super talented. <laughs> we thank y'all for listening to the Adulting Single Podcast with your hosts, Ashley. And Kirby Carroll. If you enjoyed this episode, please support the podcast by subscribing, share it with the homies and the haters. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Adulting Single Podcast. And we will see y'all next motherfucking week. Bye.